Radio's Dream Team. Rick Burgess, Bill Bubba Bussey, Calvin Speedy Wilburn, The Real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler. Six minutes past the hour. From the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport, Hobie, one Fry Nobie's ready to take your phone calls. Let's hear from you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Lines are available. You can get in, and we will talk to you either this segment or next based on how quickly you respond. Uh, so if you want to move now, you got a comment or a question, 866-WE-BE-BIG. All right, so Bubba, we mentioned this going to the break. As phones are lining up. If there ain't enough going on. Yeah, it's nuts out there, Bubba. Squirrel test positive <laughs> for the bubonic plague in Colorado amid fears that black death will jump to humans. We won't know part of this, folks, if you know the history mm. of the bubonic plague. Kill millions. Uh, I don't know. And I'm with you guys asking, why were we testing a squirrel? Yeah, I, I don't mm, know why that. Yeah. Rick, here's the thing. We had, a, we had a report of this breaking out in Africa. Uh, yeah, earlier this that. week, right. yeah. and it, and they contained it there. They said, but I, I don't know why they were testing squirrels uh, in Colorado. It can't be because it was acting crazy. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't all know. Squirrels act crazy, it, but it, it's, it's very dangerous, ones, and it it is uh, spread through fleas. So fleas that get on rats, get on squirrels, pets. get on pets, cats, dogs, raccoons, any kind of animal with hair on it spreads the disease, and it is bad. But the good news is, if you, we do have the medicine now to treat it. But you gotta you gotta move quick on it, boy. It, it didn't it, it didn't get named Black Death for for, for yeah. no reason. Yeah, that was back before we had mold growing on bread and yeah. knew about penicillin. The 14th so. century, boy, it went nuts. It, so. Hey, y'all, it was don't I watch a special on it? Don't it's yeah. man, it's bad. Yeah, Not the plague special. You don't want anything to do with that. Uh, but I have to ask the question: If bubonic plague returns, I tell you, some of you, some of you pet people in the house, <laughs> boy. Uh, <laughs> You, you know, you know what you'll find though. The same people. Ooh, that's a good looking the, thing, the, isn't it? The same people. How far? How alien does this little fleece look like under a microscope? <laughs> mm. the, good the, night. The, that looks like a horror movie. You'll find with these with the pet thing, the same people that are willing to to are willing to give up their entire livelihood over COVID nineteen will look the bubonic plague eye to eye because because their their pet will be worth it. Yep. Yep. Uh, to the phones we go. Eight six six. We be big. Mm. Anonymous. Out of Tuscaloosa. Anonymous, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to comment because of the new order by um, Governor Ivey to do all this testing. Mm-hmm. The medical facility that I work at, mm-hmm. we will be testing this week. And if we are positive, as long as we are asymptomatic, we will still roll right on into work. Okay. I, I, which I, I, makes I, no sense. Wait, now say that again. I, I'm not. You're saying if you test positive, you still are going to come to work? Asymptomatic. Yes, we are told we will still come to work if we are asymptomatic, even though we are positive. So what, what well, is, that, that kind of goes against everything I've heard. I mean, are you exactly. sure you've heard that, Rod? Is that a miss? Now, that's why she's calling is because it's. I didn't, I didn't hear it wrong. They yeah. say that according to CDC guidelines, as long as we are asymptomatic even if we're positive we'll come right on in makes no sense to me well i, I, don't, I don't i've not heard of any other business that, that says if that that's i've the not case, heard a business saying that this, but i have heard that that would be this based is, on this is it, administration that was scared of barbershops i, I just don't well, see that being it something's not right here true one of our local hospitals same policy yeah i've heard this yeah, yeah i, I, I thought the the policy was if you're asymptomatic no need to get tested 
Not, not, just, not so you, but you, well, you, didn't well, know, you, you don't went, know that you're asymptomatic unless yeah. you get a test. Well, what I'm saying is they're saying don't go take the a test if you don't have, have any symptoms. You know, well, don't, some, don't, some of these don't, people are having to take a well, test to go to work. Yeah. That's what she's talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's, yeah. that's, that's the one she's to answer Bubba's question. Yeah. That would yeah, follow. This week that we get tested. and I know several people that are missing work right now that are waiting on tests to come back and so if it comes back and, and it's positive, but they're asymptomatic, why are they sitting out waiting on the test? Because that, oh yeah, I don't know. I think, I think what may be happening here, and I'm not saying this is right. Yeah, we, I, man, I, 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 just something doesn't add up here. That's all I'm saying. I'm not agreeing with it, but I think some of this is coming from people are starting to lose faith in the legitimacy and the, the accuracy of the testing, and there's stories everywhere where people tested positive that didn't have it and people who tested negative who did and they're saying it's i'm hearing more and more that we're doing the best we can but the accuracy of these tests is not 100 percent. and i think some of these businesses are growing tired of of this and they're saying look if you don't have any symptoms we don't even know whether that test was accurate or not i'm not saying that's the thing to do don't misunderstand Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying that that is the reason but i can't think of any other logical reason then people are losing faith in the accuracy of the test because there's so many people that say, "Yeah, I tested positive, and I never, I never felt different in any way, shape, or form. I well, felt great." Well, let me ask this: mm-hmm. Why, why the push to wear the mask? If you're asymptomatic, that means you don't have any any symptoms. So why are you wearing a mask to keep it from spreading? But if I if I get tested and I'm positive, I go to work. That doesn't even make sense. But I, I got an email here from a lady that works at UAB. She said true there, I, too. I've heard, I've heard well, this would, all over. That yeah, would mean that to. the logic is, and I haven't heard this, so don't I don't. Somebody help me. The logic would be they're saying if you're asymptomatic, you're, probably, you're not going to spread it. Right, that's, and that's mm-hmm. out there, too. That would be. But that's, that's why the CDC changed. I haven't changed, heard an official call on that. that's why the CDC changed Then that. why are we wearing masks? I don't, I'm, if I'm, I'm asymptomatic and I can't and I'm spread not it, then I can't spread it if I don't have it. So why am I wearing a mask? Yeah, I'm not. That doesn't saying. make sense. Hmm. Hmm. It's just yeah, like everything if I else have, in this. That, if I exactly. have symptoms, I, you know, I'm not going to go out and mask or not. You right. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So. The mask wearing people are all the people who aren't at home saying I have it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, the, this mas- is, the mask wearers are people that don't know. They're just yeah. out there saying I, 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 I don't but, want but Rick, it. Take it further. If I test you <laughs> and you're positive, but you don't feel bad, go ahead and go to work. Don't make sense. With a mask on, maybe I don't know. I wish that would be the case where they right. go, hey. Well, see, this is back to our kickoff hour conversation. It's extremely frustrating. It's and I know we're all chasing what, what's going me. on, but the medical community is all over the road on what to do and what not to do. And I understand a lot of it's because they don't know and they're just trying to do the best they can. But it's extremely confusing to us because we're like mask, no mask, come to work, don't come to work. Yeah, it's 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 like we said though. The good thing, Rick, because you know how we love to justify as human beings, you can find an expert that backs up what you want to happen and go with it. Which, which, by the way, I'm getting I'm getting more and more emails saying that is the CDC guideline. If you're non-symptomatic but you're positive, you don't have to be quarantined. All right. Then why are all well, of us me, that are non positive wearing a mask at all then? You're right. Greg, Greg, your point is that right. don't even make just sense. Like, reason. Just like documentaries, but do we all agree? That we can't use the word expert anymore. Then, <laughs> That's true. because if mm-hmm. if somebody is an expert, yeah. 
that means all experts come to the same exclusion because they're ex- I mean conclusion because they're experts because it's science and they all can try the same experiment and get the same answer. If you're an expert and I'm an expert and we both have come to two different conclusions, one of us is not an expert <laughs> or not a very or, or not a very good. Because expert. the logic you're saying, if asymptomatic means that you're not at a high risk of spreading it, I'm like Bubba. Why mask? Why anything? Hey, if you got symptoms, you stay home. If you don't, let's all get it. It sounds like right. that's the message. It sounds like we got a lot of bunch of messages that are unnecessary. Then really, it, it seems like the message should be: if you don't feel good, stay home. If you feel fine, go on. So if one of us gets it, come on, do the show, and everybody else show up. If you're asymptomatic, yeah. Well, or if, if one of the five, if our family members get it and they're asymptomatic, heck, don't stay at home. Come on in. I I mean, based on. That yes. to me, if that's the policy that they're saying you go by, it blows all this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I started to say, what in the world Let's are we just doing go back with them? Normal? Ma- yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're we're talking about the same guideline now. For you're just being sick. You know, why are we worried about how you go back to school? Guys, go back to school. <laughs> I mean, come on, Greg, this play goes, football. Like I've been trying to say, and maybe I'm not because you know I'm not an expert. Uh, but what what crazy. I'm saying is this, oh, so guys. Crazy. This is exactly what we do in the influenza season. Yes, yes. Well, we say, hey, if you don't feel good, don't come in. You feel good. Remember, we have a rule here. Medical. You have to have a temperature and even go home. That's right. A lot of this is medical because they're running out of people to exactly. work. That's the problem. Well, remember what I said, and I'm not saying that I'm totally caught off guard by this today. Yeah. And I guess I haven't been paying attention. I haven't been listening to the experts. But I want to say this. I, I do agree, just in my own opinion, we have to learn to live with COVID nineteen. Yeah, yeah. Because, but remember, I've said that, and, and that's I, what they're doing. And I think that's what this is. Yeah, absolutely, just nobody's explained it real well. To right. Us. Yeah. <laughs> it just kind of caught us off guard. Well, well the rest of society they're, they're is still, not ready to do that yet. Right. But there's still a problem here. <laughs> <laughs> Can asymptomatic people spread it or not? Oh, I've got people here saying that uh, that they work in the medical field have been possibly exposed. They were told to go to work. Didn't even require a test. Yeah. Just watch for symptoms. What? Your, your phone calls are next. I ain't wearing a mask, man. I'll tell you that. We'll take yours. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Once this caller called in, it has changed the dynamic. Rick, where, where have we been? I mean, I thought we were on the cutting edge. I had never heard that. I know I pushed back and got tired of hearing about COVID-19, but I... Did, Maybe I, that's it. Maybe we just tuned out. How did I miss this? I, 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 I've tested, so I, I test positive. I just come on in here and hang out with y'all? As long as you're asymptomatic. Guys... <laughs> Correct. Bubba said we don't have that policy here. <laughs> no. And and also, there's By the way, people... we had took our temp today. Oh, well, I know. We, I, I, I looked over. It, I didn't, it I didn't see matter your, now. I didn't see your temperature thing. No, Bubba. that well, is a simple. Hey, so you're right. I feel fine. So well, who cares? Right. Yeah. And, I don't and, feel hot. And the stories that are driving everybody crazy are the people that are getting called saying they test positive when they've never been tested. <laughs> No, no. Now I, that's crazy. Now, I, and, that, no. and these are the kind of stories that are driving people insane. I gotta, I gotta have something that I can count on here. I gotta have something solid. Hey, is anybody seen the scary voice video I sent out? Uh huh. Oh, yeah. oh, scary voice talked about this. Mm. Two Huntsville. He had the reverb just out. perfect. Uh, anonymous <laughs> in Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Thirty seconds. Go. Uh, hi. Um, I'm just one. I'm a nurse, and I just wanted to let y'all know we are running out of the PPE. 
We have face masks that are in uh, Ziploc bags named one, two, three. So we have to reuse those face masks, and we have to leave them in those bags for three days. We're running out of uh, the the PPE also, and we're having to reuse those. And we keep those in bags. I'm going to ask this again. How are they running out when the last MyPillow commercial I just did, they're now selling all this PPE? What's it called? PPP. PPP. They're selling all their masks that they made for the hospitals. They shouldn't be. They should just be still doing that, right? If we're running out of by now, shouldn't we have this? You know, I'm I'm sure there's some supply chain. You know, it's like the railroad cars that you're bumping. You know, they ordered a bunch. There's probably a lull. There's probably more coming. But I mean, I I, I can't imagine how many they're going through. Yeah, though. but you know what I'm talking about. I remember when our our promotion yeah, know, of my pillow providing these for hospitals shifted to hey, we got a bunch of them. If you want to buy them from us, shouldn't right. they? Shouldn't that have not stopped? And maybe it's back going again. Yeah, I don't know. know. Walt in McCalla, Alabama, 30 seconds. Go ahead, Walt. Yes, good morning. How y'all doing this good, morning? We're great. Good. Hey, just wanted to call and talk about the so the, the mask guidelines, what the, the mentality is here is flawed because we're using the PP test to justify wearing masks. If I'm wearing shorts and I have to PP, I'm not going to PP on you. If you're wearing shorts, and you have to PP, you're not going to PP on me. And that doesn't work the same with these masks. That have- Never heard the PP exam. We, oh, we, we had that in the kickoff hour. Like I heard it today. It We've gone to PP. Same guy, maybe? No, I'm really no, confused. Different. I'm different really guy. confused. Let's go to- now we're peeing. Let's <laughs> yeah. go to Tom in Hoover. Does Tom, it? Tom, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Well, I'll tell you what, fellas. Monkey grass and meh, meh, meh. Oh, boy. Post <laughs> <laughs> regret. All right, go ahead. All right. All right. I want to say let's do this, fellas. Let's call out Dr. Wilson, brother, and let's call out Dr. Harris and hear it from the horse's mouth. Anybody know who Dr. Wilson, Dr. Or Harris, Harris is? I'm not sure. That's Harris the You state know the two guy. gurus that come out there for the county and say, "Hey, y'all got a state of Alabama." Alabama. Okay. Yeah. You talking about the ones? State, you yeah. about the ones that stand in the background with a mask on, then they go talk in the microphone and put their mask down <laughs> yes. after someone else has already done the same thing. Got it. Got to tell you guys, putting the mask on and talking in the mic after somebody, you just. Yeah, guys, this asymptomatic thing changes everything. What we've discovered today, or I say discovered, the medical community, as Helmsy said, has known it, but. Why are we going to make kids go to school then and wear a mask all day long for eight hours? You probably, especially when they're their well, lowest. I, I, hate to, I hate to break y'all. There's a lot of people just hearing this for the first time. Yeah, that's yeah. the probably uh, some of the educational this. folks that are making these decisions. Are are these guidelines for the CDC where if you test positive but you don't show symptoms, you go to work? Is that for critical workers only? Possibly. Probably. Is that possible? Well, or I'm trying to find some logic, guys. Or, I'm hunting here. or guys, I mean, I hate to break it to you. I think all these guidelines for private businesses are just suggestions. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, nobody, well, they, nobody, they nobody's going to bust up in your office and say, "I understand y'all let people come back to work." Yeah. So everybody's really just policing themselves. And what you don't want, though, is people to go, "Well, my gosh, the hospital." Well, the hospital may do, be doing it because they have no choice. And staffing shortages yeah. is what that's all about, and they've they've adjusted a little bit for that. Uh, CDC. Yeah, Amy, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, fellas, good morning. appreciate your show and your stance for the Lord. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I just, as a nurse, I have to wear a mask every day, 
And um, just to shed maybe my view, everybody's got one, everybody's got two cents, here it is. Um, the masks, in my opinion, are for those who, you can't keep everybody that has symptoms out of the public. You know, everybody goes to the store if they have the sniffles, if they're sick. They may not know they have COVID, and they may brush it off as a cold. We're seeing COVID diagnosed with asymptomatic people who never know they're sick, and then it goes from the whole... Sorry, she said she only had two cents. I figured that was thirty I, seconds worth. Yeah, I got it. I got into listening to it, and I forgot it was a troll. Yeah, it was more than two cents, but it doesn't matter because we don't have coins anyway any, anymore. That's right. Anyway. That's right. Kroger won't give you two cents. Chris in Alabaster. Chris, thirty seconds. Go ahead. What's going on, guys? I just want to throw this out there. You know, back to this asymptomatic thing. You know, in my opinion, this whole mask ordeal is another way for the government to come in and do this facial recognition and think about the mask. You wear the mask, you know, you have tiny thousands of microparticles coming out of your mouth. Why do they stick the Q-tip in the back of your brain when they could just swab the outside of your nose and outside of your mouth? That's all it is, guys. Thanks. Okay, buddy. You, you know, good point. You know what? I think that's, that's, that's actually probably a, a fair question. <laughs> like torture. That is a good question. Unless they're implanting something. In I've, your brain. I've noticed now, like after going, say, our church is still. Did meet, I just say that? Our church sure, is yeah. still meeting with all these different guidelines and very small crowds. And I noticed going to church Sunday with the mask on. You know what it's like. We're all living in one big masquerade party. Yeah. Like somebody say, "Hey, man, how's it going?" I'm like, "Who is that?" Yeah. 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 You look. Did I recognize him? <laughs> Uh, to Eric and Shelby. Eric, go ahead, 30 seconds. How about it? Hey, you guys. Uh, I was just going to let you know my wife uh, works in a nursing home, and she came down with it back in March. Uh, she still has not regained smell or taste. Um, and it was, you know, when she came down with it, uh, it was, and we had to quarantine, it was over a week before she even showed any signs of the COVID Uh so she, I mean, she was fine sitting at home quarantined. Yeah, we, we, we remember that at the very beginning. They said the symptoms don't show up immediately, which is why we had this game plan. And and I think one of the questions that, that I don't know that we'll ever know unless somebody's talked about it, because there's apparently a lot of things people are talking about I don't know, is what is this deal where a – because I don't want to go to the, the, the vulnerable. I want to talk about just the, the healthy. You have people who go out and COVID-19 for them – I'm talking about the healthy and the somewhat young, and you have a Charles Billingsley who had a terrible time with it. Then you have people that say, I never even knew I had it, Yeah, but I had it. And then people say, I'm somewhere in between. And then Charles Billingsley comes home to his house. They just stay away from him. Nobody in his house gets it, and he has a severe case of it. All that's just weird to me. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Boy, do I have some numbers for you today from Gabby.com. 35 minutes past the hour, the, the audience is raving about Gabby, G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Have you seen some of the emails, guys, that are, that are coming in on this one? So um, this is one. Uh, it, it, listen to this figure. This is, the, this is the largest figure I've seen, and it's because uh, this person uh, who listens to our program uh, and we hear from him a lot, Jason. He said, uh, "I think this is the best product uh, that I've seen since Relief Factor and Buzzbox Coffee." 
He says, because I had, because of having a 16 year old driving, I've got a, a vehicle that's some sort of vintage vehicle that they declared to be more expensive. He said, I have a lot of money tied up in car insurance. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Gabby.com saved me $4,300. He he was $4,300 too high on the auto insurance, and he said Gabby.com delivered that for me. Also, here's uh, here's another one. This comes from Donald. He said, uh, keep hearing your endorsement of Gabby while listening to the show. Decided to give it a try. Boy, did I save money. Uh, Gabby.com found me a car insurance policy with the same coverage I already have that was 60% less. Wow. Uh, Gabby is going going crazy. So uh, Gabby.com slash Bubba. It is free for you to use. And, uh, And like you just put in a little information. In about two minutes, they'll put up 40 different insurance companies. All the big names are, are listed there, and you can find out whether you're you know, paying too much for your automobile or your home insurance. Average is about eight twenty five per year. Did you have something you were about to add to that? Did you have a just no, story as well? No, I'm, I'm aggravated at something else I'm reading. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Were you I'll unaw- get back to you. Right, right. <laughs> uh, for a minute, I thought you had a story as well on no, this. Another, uh, hey, the Gabby money is, is is going crazy out there. Here's what's so amazing yeah. is that you thought you were preventing Budinsky, but you were Budinskying with signals. <laughs> I know. It, it, what, I, was due, I was about to explode. <laughs> okay, all right. Gabby.com, G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. There's a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, There's no obligation for you to do anything. Uh, They're just here, and they will not sell your information. Uh, No annoying spam or robocalls involved in this either. Gabby.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Rick, I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) It's all right. No, I thought because you were looking at your email, and that's where I'm getting all these from, so I thought you had one as well. Bubba's got a Gabby story. I did too. I I thought Bubba, now here comes Bubba with one. Okay, Okay, based on our last segment, okay, what we just heard, Mm -hmm. and now I have been sent a story. This is from uh, Channel 19 in Huntsville, Huntsville, Mm -hmm. Alabama. Mm -hmm. The headline says, Huntsville Hospital System Works to Regroup After Nearly 200 Employees Quarantine. Right. Uh, You go down, and I'm I'm trying to to find how this all fits together. Um, It says, uh, testing uh, for health officials, top priority. When a person gets tested, uh, they should quarantine until their results come back. But if it comes back positive and they're asymptomatic, you go on to work anyway. So why are you waiting? Unless you're sick, unless you unless you're symptomatic, yeah. So it do, that doesn't make know. sense. Uh, they currently have 190 plus employees that are out of work because of COVID. This is the director uh, Spiller. Uh, he said uh, now, not that they all don't have COVID, but they have a family member with it, and we're waiting on results, or they have been diagnosed as positive. Doesn't talk about symptoms at all. Mm-hmm. Bubba, here's somebody. Per- somebody help me. Here's a person right here. Or said, hit me in the head with a stick, one or the other. Here's a person that said, I was asked to come back to work since I was asymptomatic, even though I was positive, but I did save 60% at Gabby.com. <laughs> oh, there it is. That's great delivery. That's good, right? But listen listen to this more COVID, because none of us know what's going on with COVID. No. All right. So, Frustrating. And, and we talked about this in the break, but I'm going to share it. This is, this is an email that's titled, Three stories, COVID numbers. Talking to a funeral director, and he had a lady who was in her upper 80s, had fallen, broke her leg, broke her rib, which punctured her lung. Sadly, she did not survive. 
the hospital has labored her, labeled her a COVID death because she was positive for COVID. Nurse and a couple of nurse friends decided to test themselves all positive, even though no symptoms in any of them. So they sent in six more tests that had never been used, never swabbed anyone, all came back positive. I keep hearing that a lot. A fellow restaurant owner went to the emergency room, signed in. They asked him to wait outside, and they'd call when ready for him. He decided it had taken too long and left, never saw a doctor, was called three days later, and told he tested positive for COVID. <laughs> See? Because he had signed in. Go back to scary voice person. <laughs> hmm? I, I can't follow this. All right, now we're talking about whether to have school or not. Uh, I am enjoying watching the CNNs and the MSNBCs <laughs> talking to people who are not giving them the answers that they want. Uh, so we have a, a, a pediatricians that are talking about uh, sending kids back to school on MSNBC. The host, Craig Melvin, was stunned, Bubba, when uh, the medical correspondent, Dr. John Torres, featured pediatricians all saying that they would send their kids back to school. MSNBC nearly, nearly wept on the air. Right. <laughs> so, so You could hear the gnashing of teeth. You, you can come out of this when you want. It's a couple of minutes long, and, and so you can come out of it right, whenever you so want. So here it is, courtesy of MSNBC. It's paramount that we also hear from public health experts. NBC's Dr. John Torres talked with a group of them about the crucial factors that parents need to consider when deciding whether to send their kids back to the classroom. As schools struggle with reopening safely, NBC News reached out to five top pediatricians across the country, a random sampling of doctors to find out just how dangerous the coronavirus is for kids. Our experts agree. Most children don't get as sick as adults and that serious complications are rare. This has been a strange pandemic because usually for respiratory viruses, children are the first and the most substantially affected. And this has really been a flip of that where it's our adults and particularly our older adults that have been more affected. In fact, kids only account for 2% of all cases. Doctors say they don't expect that number to significantly increase when schools open because kids don't appear to be good at spreading the virus. Are kids as good at transmitting the virus as adults? The data that's come out now um, seems to show that most transmissions occur from adults to adults or adults to children. The younger you are, probably the less likely you are to be able to transmit the disease. While many teachers are concerned about reopening school so soon, the five doctors we spoke to agreed. The benefits of being in the classroom far outweigh the risk of disease. But the key is to reopen safely. We are... Uh, not seeing transmissions when we're following some simple guidelines. I think each school system is going to have to come up with their own guidelines because you can't just say that one city is just like the next. All agree guidelines should include rules for social distancing. Keep desks three to six feet apart and make sure desks aren't facing each other. Schools may want to consider holding gym classes outside. In your perfect world of sending kids back to school, what would you like seeing set up in those school systems? They should try to um, increase the airflow in the classrooms, um, try to distance as much as possible. I have been doing a lot of um, research looking into face masks. I don't think they're um, necessarily useful in elementary school children. They do um, provide protection, I think, for high school students. Would you let your kids go back to school? I will. My kids are looking forward to it. Yes. Period. Absolutely. Absolutely. As much as I can. (laughs) Without a hesitation. Without a hesitation, yes. 
I have no concerns about sending my child to school in the fall. I would let my kids go back to school. Dr. John Torres, NBC News. Wow. Mm-hmm. So they all say yes. Every single one of them wow. said yes. They said <laughs> it's like it was an alley-oop contest. <laughs> right. And they, <laughs> some of them they were all like jamming at home. By the these were all pediatricians. Okay. Some of them sound like their kids were getting on their nerves at home. Yeah, yeah. it did. It did. Yeah. I'm looking Damn forward. right. <laughs> <laughs> Not sitting out again. Greg, also, this story just in based on this last story. Medical teens will be replaced with children under 10 <laughs> uh, because they do not spread the disease. Uh, wow. <laughs> right. So, uh, uh, yeah. So, so that, I, I mean, we've always thought that kids, you know, spread disease not, yeah. more than anybody not, with all not, their little coughing little and touching way. and stuff. Not know? not with those so, uh, uh, COVID. Mm. So, oh, not, Charlie Victor 19, is that what you're talking about? Yep, they said they said MSNBC had to be consoled because this is not what they wanted to hear. Well, that didn't turn out like that, though. <laughs> well, so everybody says go back to school and kids are not in danger. That is correct. Pull that report immediately. And one of them even said that little kids in masks is stupid. We'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Larry the Cable Guy, and you listen to my buddies Rick and Bubba. If you're not, you're a communist. Get her done. Here we go. Ten minutes to the top of the hour. All right, so some things you need to be aware of in the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Um, Looking at this Sunday night, uh, and it is still on, Hazel Green, Alabama. Uh, This will be the first man church that we have done since, I think, March the 1st. Uh, because we had a bunch of them scheduled, and of course, new to, due to COVID, uh, that a lot of that got canceled. Uh, this will now because of COVID, there'll be uh, you know only a smaller crowd is allowed to come. But the folks there at Bethlehem Baptist Church want me to let you know they do have some of the seats still available, even though seating is limited. So if you want to find out about that, you can still be there Sunday night. I'll be there. Looking forward to speaking with the men. We'll have the manchurch.com material set up as well as they'll be implementing that discipleship strategy. Uh, so that's this Sunday night, Hazel Green, Alabama. They're near Huntsville. Uh, for those of you who listen to us on 100.3, the river would love to see you Sunday night. The 24th, Lexington, Tennessee, uh, the first man church there too, uh, will be there at uh, First Baptist Lexington on the 24th of July. And as I mentioned yesterday, August 21-22, uh, Gridiron Men's Conference is a go. So all these things can be found at the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events by simply going to rickandbubba.com. And you can uh, find it there under the word events. You can also find information at BurgessMinistries.com under events too. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. O'Reilly Auto Parts, uh, better parts, better prices uh, every day. All right, so here's another problem I think we're seeing on some of the changes in, uh, about COVID-19 and asymptomatic people. And, you know, this is one of the things that we've often miscalculated, and we're talking about this a lot is the ability for human beings to do the right thing. You know, hey, man, human beings, when left, in themselves, left to themselves, mostly do the right thing. Mm. Uh, history does not say that. Listen to this. Here's another problem. Where my husband works, which is a very large manufacturing company, I won't say where, they have you working unless you have positive tests, unless you have the symptoms, because the problem that they're running into is when this first started, 
they were inundated with all these mysterious, I think I've been exposed. Right. And they could not carry on business. People were abusing the 14 days of extra pay time of every time you turned around, people were claiming they might have been exposed and they might have been effect, affected. Uh, and they were saying, hey, I think I need to stay home. And it, they began to abuse this, and they couldn't tell who was telling the truth and who wasn't. So they're having to change their approach a little bit. Um, I, I, I talked to some folks in business that said they started out with the famous well, I'm afraid about getting infected. I think I just need to stay home. Yeah. And a lot of those mm-hmm. businesses said, well, here's the deal. You can stay home for no pay, uh, but but we can't keep paying you to stay home because, right. uh, you know. If that, we could, mm-hmm. we wouldn't need you to come in anyway. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so he said, mysteriously, those people started showing up for work after that. So it says some of this is also because people that now I think in our medical field, we're just talking about we don't have, we're running out of people. Shortages. We're, we're, yeah, mm-hmm. we're, we're having shortages. shortage of people, so we're having to change our approach. Back to what you I can't th- tell everybody that they that that has been exposed. How you can't come in? Correct. Then you don't have anybody left. Correct. Yeah. And, and they're finding out that not just there now, even in large manufacturers, yeah. we we got to come off this. If you think you were exposed, don't come in. Right. Because now people are just claiming they've been exposed yeah. and they want to be paid for fourteen days to do nothing. Not that human beings would ever do that. Right. <laughs> Another thing that makes you throw your hands up in the air from the CDC website. It says if you test positive, it could mean that you have, you know, the, the antibodies from an infection, which, which is the virus COVID-19, right? Mm-hmm. right? However, there's a chance a positive result means that you have antibodies from an infection with a virus from the same family of viruses called coronaviruses, such as one that causes the common cold, but you don't have COVID-19. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you so, know, Jimmy so, Johnson, the race car driver. Yeah. He was positive, and then he was like negative, like a day. Anyway, he he's not even sure he had it. He missed a whole race, and yep. he said, "I'm not even sure I even had it." Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, coming up on uh, next week's Rick and Bubba University the podcast, we will actually be interviewing uh, the pastor out of Kentucky, Dana Coverstone, who you know told us about the dream that he, the dreams he had had, where wow. some of them he claimed showed him what was happening, and then he's talked about dreams he's got for September. And November coming up, and we're going to interview him next week, not this weekend, but the week next weekend's Rick and Bubba University. Do you remember him saying that he, uh, in one of his dreams, he he went to get uh, coins and he could not get coins, mm-hmm. uh, and now the the coin shortage is now becoming news. Uh, Kroger stops giving change in coins due to a shortage caused by the coronavirus pandemic that will put leftover money on loyalty cards instead. Now, I know we tried this before to figure out how COVID-19 has affected the production of mint um, uh, and coins. I, I don't – Does it, can anybody help me? Well, with, with, Rick, all I can figure from what we have read is they're not producing as many, but when they produce them, they take other ones out of circulation, I guess. But they, apparently there's not as many people out spending coins on things as they used to. I, I would assume more, are, more transactions are – low touch or no contact yeah. correct he says the federal reserve said the coronavirus pandemic has significantly disrupted the supply chains and normal circulation bubba to your point the the patterns have changed for u.s coin over the past few months also contributing to the lack of coin circulation is the fact that the u.s mint has had to significantly reduce its production of coins while putting coronavirus protection procedures into place for employees mm. As banks and credit unions and other institutions have started to reopen, now they don't have any coins. I got it. 
and uh, so they said that we our whole supply. I chain, got a bucket full of them. I need to give them. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know a lot of people. I mean, just watching. There's not a lot of coin going on anyway. Well, I remember yeah. thinking because having a, having a kid that that's at a college that between me and that kid is a toll bridge <laughs> or a toll booth. It's not a bridge. A toll mm-hmm. booth. Um, I remember thinking to myself because I think it is a dollar fifty. It is, and that I would I would keep quarters in my truck to just throw yeah. the quarters at it. But then didn't take long at all. Now I can swipe with my debit card. So I'm like, yeah. So it, really needing coins, how many times do we even need coins? You can even swipe on a vending machine. Now. Right. Man. Can you, we used to, we, we'd be pumping in vending machines full of coins mm-hmm. and get us candy bar. Am I, yeah. am I the only one that's finding that vending machines are becoming less and less reliable? Yeah, they're real problematic. They hanging. Yeah, they really will. Yeah, even I can't remember the last time they used of, one. Even we don't with, put a lot of importance on them like we used to. No. It used to be a big part of everybody's life. I think, oh, yeah. Our, yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. our attitude to a vending machine right now is, yeah. Well, I think the maintenance has fallen way off. Right, yeah. And exactly. the designs are cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're not heavy duty anymore. Yeah. So I I don't know. You don't when it goes, eh, and it stays there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. You have, you have a heartbeat. <laughs> it sticks. Start hitting the side of it. Yeah. Right. Because so. <laughs> it was your last quarter. Yeah. yeah. You're mad. Yeah. So, uh, so Snickers anyway. is just hanging on. No, like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. It's fall. It's, it's so, you know, to me, because this is the problem, like you said, that your wife said to your son sometimes when they wander into the kitchen and, they, and she says, y'all are not hungry, you're just bored. Mm-hmm. If I'm anywhere, of course, I'm of the, I'm of the large community. If I'm anywhere and someone tells me to wait for any reason, wait on your car to be washed, wait on this, wait on your car to be serviced, mm-hmm. and there's a vending machine, it gets my business. Yeah. I mean, I'm just like, well, I got to go do something. I got to go and keep around. I mean, I, there's been times I've gone to a vending machine out of boredom. <laughs> you wouldn't believe the things I'll try. I mean, I like it, to say, it, you ever take a chance on a product? And yes. go, I've never had that. Yeah. <laughs> when, then you get it and go, yeah. yeah, yeah great, great. That's an, that's an interesting soft drink. Never even yeah. heard of it. <laughs> give it a shot. <laughs> but but then you go. Look, a frosted well, honey bun. You know why I do it? Because I'm bored. It'll, do, it'll give me something to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you go in there and you're like, uh, you'll try anything. So I, I don't know that coins are all that important, but it says that I can understand now why they're saying it's so effective. She got inside information. Uh, she might. Somebody works at an institution, financial institution, so she can shed some light on that. Uh, Abby will hang on. We'll talk to her when we come back. Your phone call's coming up, too, on any topic. 866-WE-BE-BIG. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Lord willing, right after this break. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. A brand new hour has begun. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, all in the mix today. Team Rick and Bubba. Hobie Wan Frynobi is our Rick and Bubba intern at Rick and Bubba University, earning his degree in common sense. Common sense has now become a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Buster. Hey, Glad to be here and thank all of you for joining us here at the Rick and Bubba Experience. Ah, Lay, we don't have any coins. Mm. So Abby is out of looks like Oxford, Alabama. Greg, our hometown. Uh, and Abby says that she can shed a little light on the coin shortage. Hey, Abby, thanks for your patience. Go hey, ahead. good morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, so we work at a bank, and we were sent a letter that said that we could not ship coin to the Fed because of the shortage. Um, of course, we go through a lot of coin, mm-hmm. and we were like, well, how much can we buy? They said you can only buy two boxes of each denomination, so two boxes of quarters, two boxes of nickels, etc. That's all that you can buy. Um, well, I mean, if you have a branch that needs $200 in pennies, that's kind of a problem because you can only order 50. Right. Yeah. So we, I talked to our carrier for the money, um, you know, Brinks and Loomis, and they said there is no shortage. They said there is that, no shortage? No. He said that their warehouses are actually, um, they have plenty of coins. Well, then why can't you order any? Um, it's election year. <laughs> Um, so, so is this another is this it. another fabricated thing? I mean, there's so, so many fabricated. Are, are, are you saying somebody's putting a squeeze on the supply just to so it'll be a handle? Um, yes, because so we have one branch that gets a lot of quarters, and then we have another branch that needs a lot of quarters, and um, I can't ship my quarters to the Fed because they're not letting anybody ship coin to them. Mm. So of course there's going to end up. Hmm. I can't ship my coin to you. Therefore, are you, are you saying no you're, there's a manufactured so. shortage? Is that what you're suggesting? Hmm. Yes. Okay. But who who, who would have the authority to put that squeeze down? I mean, where does that come from? Um, well, you order from the Fed, the federal banks, right? And then you have the couriers, Lemus and Brinks, that brings it to you. So. The Federal Reserve is kind of the ones that have the authority to put it on the federal banks and all that stuff. So to to roll down this theory, you'd have to say mm-hmm. somewhere at the Federal Reserve, there's a political axe to grind to influence the election. Hmm. Isn't that where you have to? Isn't that where? But, it, but I'm not, the, I'm not saying head, I agree the, with that. I'm the trying Federal to figure Reserve. It out. Uh, I'm trying to think which one. Are you, are you talking about the Treasury or the Federal Reserve? So. The, well, the Treasury, and then we order from the federal banks. Because the Treasury is a Trump guy. The Federal Reserve is a guy he's been, you know, at odds with. And that's really what I'm looking Cause for. Because it's right? a government yeah. entity, but it's independent of the government. That's what I'm assuming, because we order from the federal banks. Right. Um, but, I mean, the, the fact that we can't ship coin out is, of course, going to, therefore, make a shortage, because... Yeah. By the end of it, you're not getting my coin, but oh. my vault can be full of coin. You, yeah. you know, though, I I've all. I, I and you. you you have to excuse me. I know I look at it very simplistically, but when the government is printing coins and money anyway, how do we ever run out? Thanks. Well, I kind of wondered how we run out of coin, but not, you know, dollar bills and fives and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, stand by. Won't mm-hmm. be. Look, November's coming. Yeah. You know what's going to come down to. No currency, and everybody has to get the mark of the beast to buy and sell goods. Wow. No coins, mm-hmm. unless you got it. By the way, that is going to happen at some point. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, George Soros, who you know, has now said that he will put $220 million into racial justice movement. George yeah. Soros says that um, uh, the Open Society Foundations, that's his bunch, they're going to donate $220 million to groups focused on racial justice, very broad term hmm. there. 
Well, he's usually focused on anybody that can cause a disturbance yeah. well, more than anything. If you look at not the sentiment uh, and not the mantra, Black Lives Matter, because that is an, a, a fact and a truth, but if you look at the organization and you just research them for yourself, they tell you exactly who they are, they and Soros would line up quite nicely because he, he for some reason, with all the money he's been able to amass through capitalism – and all the different ways he's made money. Maybe it hasn't been through capitalism. However, he's done it. He's a wealthy person. Well, that, he shorted the market. Didn't he do that with the British? Right. And, yeah, and tried right, to crash right. the economy and then made out like a bandit because but, he'd shorted his right. stocks. Down. But he's he's trying to destroy. He he claims to prefer socialism or communism. When he's throwing around hundreds which, of millions I, I of dollars, which he wouldn't have. But I guess maybe system. I'd be for it if I knew it wouldn't. I would come out of it unscathed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I done had my deal done, you know. <laughs> right. I like mandating mandating things on other people. <laughs> yeah. Sure, uh, that sure. Won't, against that? That won't affect me. Plus, I'm going to be influential because uh, I'll still be hanging out with the ruling class. So, And, Rick, if all of that is not controversial enough, I guess you've heard the news now. This is probably going to push us over the top. The host and hostess of Dancing with the Stars has been fired. What, well, fired or just we're not bringing you back and we're getting new people? Well, that's, isn't that the same thing? It is. They, they will be continuing without him. Tom Bergen uh, has been let go from Dancing with the Stars after hosting for 15 years. Wow. Aaron Andrews, his co-host, is also out. So are they nice. saying why? Are they saying, hey, it's time for some new faces? The host did not elaborate on why he hmm. was fired. He hosted Dancing with the Stars for all 28 seasons, 15 years. I like him. A statement from ABC and BBC Studios confirmed that the, his co-host, Aaron Andrews, also would not be returning for season 29. Now, didn't he get a little dicey there toward the end and start trying to be, complain a little bit or make a few statements during... <clears throat> he tried to get political, I think. Didn't he? Point. Yeah. That, didn't that happen? Well, well, was some, well, oh, he was... Uh, Spicer was dancing. Was it Spicer he, that was on there? Right. Yeah, and but he, I mean, he was yeah. he was holding the Hollywood line, he did say, right? He did say yeah, but he was... Him. I mean, he was critical of him. He was outspoken Yeah, you're right. I don't him. know why that would cost that, him That job. ought to yeah. get him a raise, Yeah, right. right. But huh? now, and why did he give up his uh, American's... Funniest video, you know, he was on that too. Well, and I then think old, because of this, he gave it up a while back. I mean, last year because oh no, well, he's, uh, it's been gone several Carlton. years. Carlton yeah. started doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> Fresh Prince. Yeah, right. but that's been several years ago. That's yeah. not recent. Yeah, it's been that long. Mm. It seemed like he went out for he had a family, somebody sick in his family, and oh, uh, Carlton filled in for him, and then he kept the gig, and he went back to. What's his name? Bergeron? Is that the guy's name? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Tom how to say Bergeron. It. I don't know. How to say or that's it. how we say it. Yeah. So, so does that mean that doesn't mean the series is over? Just new no. host, right? Yeah. <clears throat> right. But I thought he had been uh, wildly popular. I mean, the show yeah. has been popular. You would assume the host has had you know some positivity on that, or you wouldn't have had him this long, right? right? Yeah. I don't know. We'll hmm. we'll see. Uh, I, well, I, Betty's a crush by it. Really? <laughs> well, she liked both of them. Really? Mm-hmm. So I, I didn't know if that show, the host, really make that big a difference, do they? If uh, I think they do. Aaron yeah, Andrews. For me, anyway. Aaron Andrews doesn't need the money. Okay, <laughs> she's she sad. She's doing other things too. So. <laughs> yeah, she got that big payout. You know, she's good to go. Then uh, you know, just laughing at the 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 times we're living in, and and making fun of all this. I look up on one of the TV screens. In the the broadcast plaza, and I and I literally see the headline: crime rates go up as we as continue to defund police. Oh yeah. Uh, hey mm. hey folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey hey yeah. <laughs> really? 
you see, if I remove law enforcement, crime goes up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like a five-year-old, I think you can figure that those two things out, right? I mean, you just look at the headline. You see, Rick, people, when serious, the teacher's not in the classroom, the students will act up. But it's it's what's funny is watching people with serious faces on, like they're breaking oh. down some deep point. Oh. Yeah, and the headline says crime rates go up as the police continue to be defunded, as law enforcement continues to be de- defunded. I bet it would. I, I, I bet it would. I would say that um, your weight would continue to go up the more you eat things in high calories. Yep, yep. We've yeah. tested that theory. Yep, yep, yep. Don't you think there's certain things that say if you do this, this is the result? Yes, it's called cause and effect. I would think this one, this cause and effect's pretty clear. Yeah, Rick, I didn't need a study to see nah. this one coming. Uh, 15 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour, Rick and Bubba show. All right, we got some updates for you uh, following the saga of G Max, uh, and this is uh, G Lane. Am I saying it right? G Lane. G Lane. Just call her G Max. I like G Max. G Max, who was the part of the creepy Epstein, uh, all the evil that, that they were part of, and finally the FBI has brought her in. One, one of the ways they say that she was able to evade law enforcement, Bubba, was that she wrapped her phone in tinfoil. No, I think she thought she was doing it, but that really doesn't work. She was trying to create a Faraday cage, but that doesn't work. A tinfoil Watch on the phone out. won't work. Watch out. I'm sorry. Watch mm-hmm. it now. Mm-hmm. Using mm-hmm. terms. Uh, don't don't waste that Navy shirt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, she's, I'll tell you what. She, she, had, had, she, she hid from them for about a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, it, but she was posting Gilane. things online. They said it's G-Max. That's, that's real smart. I, know. I mean, if I'm – what? What, I'm have, looking for this international criminal, right. and, and, and she's online in New Hampshire yeah. posting stuff? At, at her what? mansion in New Hampshire. Tried to evade agents, uh, wrapping her cell phone in tinfoil, thinking it would it would uh, avoid detection. <clears throat> that doesn't work, by the way. That's that's a fallacy. Right. The uh, uh, the court documents during the arguments against GMAX request for a $5 million bond while she awaits her trial. Dang. Uh, so we'll we'll see. I'm shocked they've even said that. I mean, that's nothing to her. Yes, right. She had accounts with twenty million dollars in them. But, but, that's but, nothing. Lane. But you ever here's right. a hey, flight risk. Yes, well, I was yeah, about to say. Yes, if, yes if, sir. If you, if you ever look at statements that really didn't need to be, <laughs> we believe that G Max is a flight risk. Yes, yes she is. Yes, Since she's already been running from you. She certainly is. She's probably so, got stuff stashed all over the globe. I'm trying to fig- along with tapes. I was telling the guys in the break. <laughs> nervous. I'm people. trying to figure yeah. the G Max play here uh-huh. because it, I think there may be some the people who want to kill her like they killed Jeffrey Epstein. They they're trying to figure out what she has, and I think this is their dilemma. Now, this is just my opinion. Their dilemma may be: yes, she probably has things that will destroy beloved liberals that we all love and embrace. Talking about the left. But what if she has something on Trump? Yeah. Uh, it, we've it, seen pictures of them all yeah. laughing it up. If she has something on Trump, will we be willing to destroy others just so we can get Trump? Hollywood, um, yeah. models, uh, right. uh, politicians, possibly, left and right. Poss- possibly Prince Andrew and <laughs> yeah. Bill Clinton. Yeah, yeah. I right. mean. Prince a, Andrew's getting a lot, so, <laughs> a lot of play on that. So if you're, if, you're, if you're her, I mean, I'm just playing like we're watching a movie. This is real, real stuff, and I forget that, yeah. okay, because it is terrible, but. Well, I'll tell you, you why seen, you don't think you're living in reality. Yeah, I know. You almost can't deal with it. So if if you're her, you're sitting in jail, and you, you tell your, your attorney or whoever to 
contact ABCD and tell them, I got tapes, and if I go to jail, they become public. No doubt. If I'm out, I'll go get them and destroy them. Right. And that's all you got to do, right? And you you just sit back and wait on them to come up with a plan. Well, undoubtedly, that's right. If you were writing a movie, that's how it would go down. Well, obviously, she and Epstein were able to live their lives as long as they were able to live them because of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because what they would do is they'd get these girls uh, in, uh, to do these things of their own free will. Now, now one time they did appear to trap some of them on the island. They couldn't get off yeah. the island, <laughs> but but they were so they they were, what they were doing was illegal. But now you've got these girls and say, well, wait a minute. Now, if you go out there and try to try to bust us, we're going to destroy your life. And then you had all these uh, influential people. Then they yeah. taped all of them and, and held that over their heads. That's how so you got this, such a lot I don't sentence. think what you're saying is far-fetched because this is how they've operated their whole lives. Yeah. 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 Uh, but then you get down to what does she have, if anything? Well, and, you know, after watching uh, The Blacklist, you know, I know that uh, mm-hmm. that's he always had, had goods on people that would be released if he didn't go and reset the timer on it so to speak bubba's going blacklist well, I'm just say, no i'm just saying <laughs> i'm with him i like that we're we're thinking about i mean you have to go to the movies that have covered this right so i'm the left and first of all let's <laughs> not, just, no disrespect but that's all we got the basis of. first of all if she has nothing on trump she's as good as dead if she has <laughs> some, if she has something on trump then the leftists would let's roll down the list. I think they would at this point sacrifice Bill Clinton. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's far enough down. He's far. I think they. I think they would sacrifice Prince Andrew. Oh, oh yeah. No, they, yeah. Would, they, they don't even finish their coffee on that one. No, no, he'd be a bump in the road. And I think they'd yep. probably feel like some of these Hollywood people. I mean, Kevin Spacey's already ruined. Yeah, so they yeah. have no problem with him. And I think they feel like they still have enough Hollywood leftists that are not in trouble. To continue to support them, Rick. I think at this point, right. if yeah. they thought they could get Trump, they would they would do whatever it takes I agree. because I agree. they're already doing whatever it uh, takes. I agree. We're, we're hiding coins. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. we're, yeah. we're, we're I mean, good night. <laughs> we, we, we we tell him to shut the the economy down. When he does, we now blame him for unemployment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I demand you shut the economy down. Look at the unemployment <laughs> right. oh, yeah. record high. Hillary Clinton says on that note that the United States must be ready. See, I love this. This is that classic mental game, and we were talking about it in the break. Greg, you remember this. When you and I would play 21 against each other, and if you got ahead of me in basketball, I would say I'm amazed how many points and how many baskets you're sinking with that shirt on. It looks like it's binding. She's hedging her bet. And then before you know it, it's an air ball. So so this is is great on her part. She's saying that it's a foregone conclusion that he's going to lose. That's that's the mental game here. So she's talking about what we should prepare for when he loses, right? Which is which is you know planting that seed. Hey, it's over. Hey, I'd say this: you already you already you already went down that path once, Hillary. It didn't work out for you. I wouldn't count your eggs before the that fireworks show that she didn't get to shoot off. (laughs) Why does anyone care after Bubba's point, Greg's point on this disastrous campaign she ran? If I'm a Democrat, I couldn't care less what Hillary Clinton thinks because she did a terrible job and was a terrible candidate. Yeah. Well, Rick. Agreed. Talking about people that forgot things. Well, you're people. right. Yeah. Before I know it, G Max has got a video of me. You <laughs> know, you know and I'm, I'm sitting at a rest stop licking a pistol. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my <laughs> good. good well, if you look at the Clintons' past, I'm just saying. You really put me there. Uh, but anyway, Hillary Clinton says the United States must be ready for the possibility that Donald Trump will not go quietly from the White House uh, if he loses in November. Is he going to just stay there? Well, right. Biden's tried to play this and, card, and, and, too. And know. he's going to—he's going to. This is the setup, Bubba. Listen, mm-hmm. he Got will it. blame mail-in votes, now, which what, means 
Here, here's what this means. They, We're going to fake mail-in votes. <laughs> right, right, right. So when he objects to it, we said, see, we told you. He would object to mail-in uh, votes. This, exactly. means, this means just like y'all busted us in the past in other elections, if we go mail-in voting, which is what the Democrats want, we will cheat like we have done in the past. Yes. And when we cheat, he's going to say we cheated. So I'm telling you, we didn't cheat because he's going to say we That's cheated. That's right. We told <laughs> you he was going to accuse us of that. that. he said we were going to cheat, so that means we wasn't cheating. There hey, it is. Right. What, this article, what this article should say is, when we get the mail-in vote and are able to remove Trump by a corruption in the voting process, he's going to say we did. He's going to say we did exactly what we did, which means we didn't do it. All right. And her and Biden act like that he's gonna he's gonna barricade himself in the White House and refuse to leave. <laughs> so G Max is only well, hey, Greg, <laughs> Greg G Max's only hope of finding a way to magically strangle herself with paper clothing while while while, while guards who were supposed to watch her take a break. Yeah, and, and the video suddenly goes out. <laughs> yeah. And the video camera suddenly and, goes dark. It's the most high-profile prisoner that <laughs> yeah. we've got in this country in 10 decades. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, the video's out, and we got the two laziest guards on the staff. <laughs> they won't even go check. The only way that doesn't happen to G-Max <clears throat> is if she's got something on Trump. Her life depends on having something on yeah, Trump. Yeah, you're right. So, uh, and, and maybe or, she does it. Or bluffing that she does. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she may be buying time. Right oh, no. Now. If I was her right now, I said, I don't want. I, Something don't happens want. to me, you never find it. If I didn't even have a Trump video, I'm claiming I got one until somebody can prove otherwise. Or a conservative Supreme Court justice. Either one. Yeah. 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 I don't Roberts, I still we're still looking for the pictures on him. Yeah, these so called conservative judges some I can only see two. <laughs> yeah, that's all I can find. <laughs> Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, here we go. Lines are available, all ten of them. Hobie one, Fry Nobi takes your phone calls. At 866-WE-BE-BIG, and you're now running the show. You have been given responsibility to run this show, and you need to handle it with care. But if you move now, you'll get in. 866-WE-BE-BIG. We'll go 30 seconds a pop. At the end of 30 seconds, we'll hear this. Your time on the program will come to a close, and then we'll get to the next caller. Uh, while you are coming in, uh, we do have an update, uh, The sadly. Uh, Bubba, the, you remember the actress from the uh, f- uh, real popular TV yeah. show that was on for a time, Glee. Is it Naya Rivera? Is that how you say her name? Yes, they, they I don't found know if it's Naya or Naya. To believe her body yesterday. So. Yeah, and it was the bizarre story about her son being found floating in the boat and said that his mom had gone in to swim and didn't come back. And undoubtedly, she got out of the boat, got in this water, and some for some reason could not keep herself afloat um, 35 to 60 feet deep where she was. And, Greg, you said that they said something about these that these uh, lakes do have currents yeah, in them? Yeah, Almost like an undertow of some yeah. kind? Yeah. Well, it's it's like, you know, where we used to live, we had a famous spot called the Blue Hole. It was so deep oh, yeah. uh, that the water, you know, was a dark blue. But it, when it's so deep, the, the heating from the sunlight on the top is so different from way down below. You get a hot and cold, and it starts uh, rotating, yep. and it, and it, it yep. causes some current so issues. Like a freshwater undertow, like a freshwater undertow, yeah, almost. It, it, exactly, Rick. But it's it's kind of an up and down thing, and mm. you get caught in the water going down, and uh, you know it's uh, it's it's bad. So, I, know, and we've heard of that in a lot of places that have real deep water yeah. being a problem. You know, you can see here that, that what Adler's showing, you know, we talked about she was a troubled soul. I mean, and Adler said the way she parked uh, when when they she got out to go to the boat and just, I don't know, her actions, um, 
I, I don't know if it was planned or not. I hope it wasn't. But it's sad. Investigators, it's sad no matter they, what. They seem to think it wasn't. Right. At first, they were thinking. Hopefully, that. I mean, it's just it's sad no matter what. But it just seemed like the way she had been acting. It just and she I wasn't guess all there. You're holding it, Rick. I, I read it earlier. I, I guess from talking to the little boy, basically it sounded like they were both swimming. She helped him onto the boat, Correct. and then it, somehow she disappeared wow, on the water after terrible. she pushed him up. Yes, yeah, said terrible. there's no indication of foul play and no indication this was suicide. Okay, at this point. Uh, they're confident uh, that it is her body, which I think we know that. And they're saying they think what happened, but Greg, you said it. Uh, they believe that she uh, had an unanchored boat that started to drift away from her and her son. Mm. Yeah. See, now she didn't anchor it. And they're trying to get so it. now that's going to require more effort because, yeah. because now the boat's a moving target. So it got mm-hmm. worn out and, and cramped and up. So she, and she, as a mom, you, you have to respect this, was going to make sure her son was put in first. So undoubtedly. She got enough energy to get him in the boat, but not enough to continue to tread. Yeah, that's what mm. they think. Just wore herself out chasing that boat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so really, you know, anchoring the boat was important. Yeah. Because, and, and because now you're chasing a moving target. It's just it's a tragic story, uh, and I don't know if you saw the the shots of the cast members too, all on the bank holding hands when part of this was going on. It was, you know, and again, it, the show was not, you know, didn't promote good values a lot of times, but. Uh, you know, you hate that for anybody. Oh, sure. D's in Birmingham. Uh, D, welcome to Rick and Bubba. You have 30 seconds on the program. Go ahead. Uh, D, go ahead. Uh, hey, Bubba. Uh, got a question for you. Um, whenever you're checking temperatures, you haven't been checking that bad horse, Henry the horse. Oh, yeah, but have the, the problem is what you have to do to check it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have a feeling that bad horse is going to have a high temperature if you check it where he's supposed to be checked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to agree with that. We, we continue. Uh, anonymous out of Lake Martin. Go right ahead. 30 seconds. Morning, guys. How are y'all? Good, Great. good. Great. I was seeing a TikTok the, uh, yesterday morning, and it was talking about how you can be gay and Christian. A lot of comments were saying don't be judgmental, but there's a difference between judging somebody and agreeing with what the bible says just want to see what your thoughts are on that well you said yeah, it yeah uh, you hit it mm-hmm. yeah you said yeah. it uh, there's really nothing to add to that because the, you know you either you either say that i believe that i'm holding you know if you're holding a bible or you have it wherever you have it that this is god's revelation uh about himself and and who we are and about sin and about redemption and about sanctification and about obedience you either believe that is true, or you don't. Yeah. And uh, and if you don't, then you you can make up really a version of, of Christianity that really becomes your own version of it. And and what we have to be careful of is that you know sometimes you know we, we're always very vocal about sins that we don't struggle with, but I would go on to say, Rick Burgess included, that no one who claims to be a Christian lives in deliberate perpetual sin justifying sin in their life not not that we're perfect uh we're made perfect through jesus but the bible does speak to that no one first john chapter two and three no one who claims to truly have god's seed abiding in their spirit continues to sin deliberately and perpetually and justifying the sin in your life no one not not just the homosexual, the fornicator, the adulterer, uh, the glutton, the the prideful, the the liar, the all of this is the same. There's a difference between stumbling, meaning I'm not justifying this. Paul Paul probably does the best job if you want to kind of 
take it and say, what's the balance of all this? And it would be, you start in Romans chapter 6 where he says, don't be a grace abuser. You've been freed from sin, but you haven't been freed to sin. And he says, once you were a slave to sin because your spirit was dead and all you were is flesh, so guess who wins? The flesh. So then once you've been redeemed and you were redeemed by grace through faith, but that faith is a faith of action, not to earn salvation, but it, it, it like we've said these examples, go to Hebrews 11, the Hall of Fame of, of Faith. Abraham didn't show great faith because he believed God said to go. He showed faith when he went. Noah didn't show great faith by saying, yep, sounds like you're going to do something we've never seen before, some kind of rain thing, and you want me to build some really large thing, and I believe you want me to do that. But then he never did it. Well, that's not a saving faith. Uh, then he just believes it. Uh, but he showed his faith that it was real by what? Actually building the ark. Well, we show our faith by not continuing to justify sin in our life and by taking action to be sanctified by pursuing Christ, who is, is the, the power to do it, so, so Paul makes that clear that we can't be grace abusers because grace and truth are equal pillars. They sound like that, you know, I saw, I heard a great message on this the other day. There's tension between truth and grace, but Jesus says clearly in the Gospel of John, I am grace and I am truth. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're equal pillars. The truth tells you why you need grace because you don't have the truth and you think, well, why do I even need it? So then Paul goes into seven of Romans and goes, and then he says what? I continue to struggle with my sin nature. It, it, it stays after me. Right. So he, and he gets frustrated with it. I know what to do, and sometimes I still do the wrong thing. So but, he's battling it. Though. But yeah. then you jump into eight, and he says, but here's the answer to the battle between being a grace abuser and my sin nature. It's all been accomplished in Jesus. Jesus does give me the power to be who he's called me to be. Stumbles will be part of the sanctification process. None of us are ever going to be good enough. That's why Jesus has to fulfill us. It's all he, he completes us. However, we can't live our lives by saying, well, now I have a sin of any kind, whether that be the sin of homosexuality, the sin of fornication, the sin of adultery, the sin of lust, the whole li- list of sins. A drunkenness, which the Bible says is debauchery. So if I have any of this and it's not a stumble, it, I've embraced it as it's okay, well, then I, I'm not a follower of Jesus. That's not Christianity. And, uh, and that's, that's anything goes. That's anything. <laughs> yep. But I notice a lot of times as Christians, we'll say, well, I don't see how somebody can claim they're gay and be a Christian. I agree, but I don't see how anybody can claim to be a fornicator or be a Christian. Claim, uh, they, uh, they, they walk around saying, well, I guess I'm just an adulterer. This is just the way I am. It's the way God made me. No sin made you that way. Hey, I'm a fornicator. I guess that's just the way God made me. Sure is natural. No, that's, that's, that sin made you that way. God didn't make you that way. That's your sin nature. Same thing about homosexuality. This is just God made me this way. No, he didn't. Sin made you that way. Uh, because, because, you know, all of us, as I say, we'll never find equality in any form of social justice. Equality is found at the foot of the cross, everybody in equal need of redemption, all equally fallen short of the glory of God. However, when you have been redeemed, and this gives in the first John, and that seed, the seed comes from God Almighty, and God can't change you? God can't change me? I'll tell you when I wasn't changed by God is when I had fire insurance, when I was a cultural Christian, because I didn't want any lordship of any kind. I wasn't under the authority of God. I just said, if I believe enough, will you not send me to hell? Well, I go live my life any way I want to. And so that's not Christianity at all. And that's kind of what we've been doing on the Wednesday Bible mm-hmm. study right now. But that's the answer. I, you, you're 100% right, but let's be real careful 
that we don't pontificate only about the sins we don't struggle with. We need to take that same standard on our own lives and say any deliberate perpetual sin in my life while I claim to be a disciple of Jesus is problematic. That's not what Scripture says. So, yeah, but that, that's, um, there's your answer. But I, you, you said that, but I wanted to be sure we understood the whole premise of what we're talking about. Randy in Huntsville, 100, 100.3, the river. Randy, go ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, buddy. Hey, hey did you guys, I know you guys talked about it for a brief second yesterday. Did y'all go over any names for the Redskins or the stadiums? Yeah, we, we said the Washington Rednecks and did it. What I, some people are considering a brilliant presentation. Yeah, on, I heard on, it, and I loved it. Yeah. I was thinking it, for that reason it could be uh, R.C. Cole at Moon Pie Field at Golden Flake Stadium. <laughs> you know, I, I like that, but I still love the, the calling it the trailer park. You know, it may be Piggly yeah. Wiggly. Well, that might be the hey, unofficial one, name, one like the dog. Thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tiffany and Dothan, uh, Tiffany, News Talk 103.9. Tiffany, go ahead. Um, I, 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 um, I, I was going to comment on um, the election and how this, uh, because I work in the restaurant industry, um, I was going to comment on how the this election is, it, it's just crazy how they, uh, the left is literally, and they broke in America to try to get rid of Trump. But I'm literally in tears after listening to. Um, oh, sorry about that. Uh, you know, the, not only are they are they. I think you hit on it more. I don't think they're they're certainly after Trump. But I think you you made a bigger point. The breaking of America. Mm-hmm. That's really what this is about. The Marxists have been working on this for about forty years in our country, and you know what? They're almost there. And but this has been an ongoing process for forty years in this country, and we've we've been way too passive about it. And now everybody's like, we got to do something. And I hope we can, but really, we were supposed to do something long before now. Uh, to uh, Shane and Muscle Shoals. Shane, go ahead, 30 seconds. How are you doing? Good. How are y'all? Good. Um, with all this COVID that, and everything else that's going on in the country, if you look back in the Bible, how many times God has used plagues and different armies and enemies to come against and to wake people up to see that they need to turn back to him this is kind of what I'm wondering if this is not all out to be because God knew this was coming and he's still in control no matter what's going on. Yeah, you have to believe that anything that we struggle with, and some of this obviously are the result of our choices uh, because choices always matter, but if you believe what the Bible teaches about the sovereignty of God, remember that everything that's going on, he allowed it. Because if he doesn't allow it, then you have to believe that he can't stop it. Now, does that mean you stop praying and ask for him to stop it? Of course, we're called to do that. And that seems to matter throughout Scripture. But yeah, whatever's going on has to be allowed or else he can't stop it. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven minutes, seven minutes to the top. Thank you so much for your calls. More coming in. We'll wrap up the hour with phone calls. Let's go to Diane out of Birmingham, Alabama. She's listening to us on the legendary 104.7 WZZK, where the Rick and Bubba show been sitting there at number one for years. Hey, Diane, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Welcome to the program. Thank you. Good morning. I have two questions. Right. One, uh, do y'all think we will be able to regain the House? I don't know how many seats are up for election. And get some padding in the Congress, I mean, in the Senate. 
because I don't think that Mr. Trump can take another four years of no help. And the second question is, do you do y'all think the protesters will ever stop using our racist currency? Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the, the second one, that's that's a no. I mean, uh, eventually you, you may see the currency uh, change, change, changed, yeah. but they're, they're definitely going to not stop uh, using those. Uh, as far as what do you think, Bob? Do you think the GOP has a chance to regain uh, the majority in the House? Uh, you know, if you listen to the media, you think not, but uh, I don't think that's a good representation. I, I really think the things that have happened have galvanized Trump's support in a lot of areas. And the reason I think that they're going out of their way to bring forward these people who claim they voted for him last time, but not again. Which tells me they're really trying to sway some of those people, but I don't know. I, I just don't know. It's it's so crazy. You can't trust anything now. I mean, look at the science. How, how do we trust anything? Yeah, I think, and I think you make a good point. I think one of the things that the uh, the mob miscalculates, and I understand mobs can be very scary, no doubt about it. Yeah. However, sometimes that fear just simply means people keep their mouth shut, and then they secretly go secretly go vote against you. Yeah. You don't ever hear about it. They won't be mm-hmm. pontificating about it. They won't be putting it out on social media. They won't be answering any questions. They won't answer polls yeah. because they don't trust them. And well, they also don't want to be canceled. They yeah. think, I don't want anybody right. mad at me. You know, there's one way to avoid a mob, and that's just never have an opinion. Now, I don't like that because our country is supposed to be about, you know, being able to redress this and express yeah. yourself. But, but as, when we started rioting and we started burning and we started doing chops, that only helped Trump out. Only help them out. I think so, because guess what? You may not be able to audibly say something, but because of the way this constitutional republic is set up, you still can speak yeah. with your vote. And so in that way, you can go vote as long as somebody didn't try to kill you on the way to the polls. Right. And nobody really ever knows how you voted. So it's hard to say because I don't think you can get – I don't think you can do projections really well anymore because people aren't willing to participate in them because right. they don't know what's going to happen to them. Yeah, I and think, they certainly aren't yeah. publicly saying anything. I think the Trump people are the ones not answering the question. So, yeah, I think it's very likely you hold on to the Senate. I think we're going to flip one here in Alabama, uh, and you might pick up some big gains in the House. I, I don't know. It'll it'll just depend how it all plays out. Yeah, I would be surprised. It doesn't matter who wins the primary today. I, I believe whichever Tommy Tuberville or Jeff Sessions, I think that person will defeat Doug Jones this time. Yes, I do too. Uh, so you'll get that one back. But uh, we'll, we'll see. But I mean, maybe not, but I think they would. Uh, to Melinda in Kansas City. Melinda, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey there. I hey. was going to let you know that I think Gilon's dead. Who? Gilon. Gilon. You think G Max oh, is G-Max. already dead? G Max. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, There's been no recent pictures of her. You There's think they've no already pictures. they've already done G Max in? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she's done. <laughs> <laughs> Corona got her. <laughs> How do you feel about some Supreme Court justices? Are they still with us? Yeah. James in Alabama. James, go ahead. Hey, how you doing? Great. Um, I got a comment about this uh, taking down the white Jesus. Um, Jesus was a Jew, which means he was Hebrew. Correct. And they were in Egypt. And last time I looked at a map, Egypt is in Africa. So then... By hereditary, Jesus would be an African. Um, Going with African Americans. Yeah, I see your point. But no, Jesus, God came to this earth, and I know you're making a joke, but God came to this earth 
and it's very clear that he came when he took on human flesh. He took on the human flesh of a Jewish male. Yes. Period. And and, and I, thus and, I, and thus would look like Jewish males at that time. And I have no idea. I, no hey. one ever taught me that Jesus was anything other than a Jewish man. Right. Never. So I, I don't I don't know how that plays into the white thing. I don't. I wouldn't consider that. I mean, he obviously wasn't. Uh, you know, extremely dark, but he would have been darker probably than a lot of Europeans, right. I would think. Right, yeah. And the fact that he didn't stand out in a crowd mm-hmm. meant he looked like everybody else. Right. If if he if he had a stood out, he wouldn't. they wouldn't have needed Judas to mark which one he was with a kiss, right? And as you just said, Scripture clearly says physically there was nothing about him that would have gained attention. Uh, matter of fact, it was surprising, they said, when he taught, with such power, right? Because when you saw him, he was a very unassuming physical presence, right? And that's scripture. So, um, and I don't, I don't know why we're I probably pretty strong, being that he worked as a carpenter, but right. not, not that he would stand out in the crowd. Well, I think the point is, is that he the, now, now that I think we need to understand that the lowly Jesus is over. Yeah, yeah, ba- baby, absolutely. baby Jesus is over. Right, lowly Jesus is over. Crucified Jesus is over. He has returned to his glory at the right hand of the Father. So there'll be no mistake when he comes back the next time. Right. No problem there. But the first time, it was a lowly presentation, which is why his uh, teaching was surprising. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show from the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. Thank you for being with us. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess. Helmsy and Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Hobie One, Frynobi, your Rick and Bubba intern. I know you're fed up. Taking phone calls as he bangs out a degree in common sense. Common sense now. Most definitely a superpower. What is going down? Uh, come on. What's been messed up for us? Come on, somebody say it. When I look around. What do you see? Well, I see blue skies. Welcome in for a brand new hour. Positioned behind mic number two, Bill Bubba Bussy. 
Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for joining us on the Rick and Bubba Show. There we go. Bubba, Mythbusters. We got a Mythbuster. Yeah. Oh. Dead at 49. How about that? Yeah, you were telling me. Now, again, I can't pronounce his last name. Yeah. You um, got it? Grant Amahara? Now, I think... I haven't seen the, the show a lot lately. I used to see it more a few years back, and he would come on to help them set up something and you know do that. But I, I understand he had a more active role recently really? in, okay. in the show. Electrical engineer by trade, Bob. Yeah, from USC. And uh, but they, forty-nine years old and died of a, what a brain aneurysm. Yep, brain yes. aneurysm. Wow. Also, wow. aneurysms you don't even know they're out there. Know. You don't. Even, you don't even know. Just get you. They will. Yep. So uh, so that's uh, if you're wow. a follower of that program, uh, he has passed away. And we're, we're saying we think this has just taken place. We had the story that the Supreme Court had cleared the way, uh, cleared the way for the execution of a federal prisoner, Daniel Lewis Lee. Uh, he was scheduled to receive a lethal dose, dose of the powerful sedative. I can't pronounce it. Yep. Uh, the one that kills you. Uh, and they cleared away, and Speedy says he thinks that execution has just taken place. Uh, it did at 8.07. It doesn't say what cent- what time zone they were in, but it happened. You know, they had that one judge that kept uh, staying it. Uh, I think they did it twice, and the Supreme Court overruled them and uh, said move ahead with it. He was uh, convicted of killing an Arkansas family in the 1990s in a plot to build a whites-only nation in the Pacific Northwest. That was his plan. That's what that's what the story says. Well, let me tell you what we can say. He, the, he was a white supremacist. We know that. Yeah. For any of you out there that you know, you, there's different you know feelings about the death penalty, and I certainly understand those. And and uh, innocent life versus people who have been charged and found guilty of a crime. Uh, in my opinion, biblically, those are two completely different things. However, one thing that we can say for sure that Daniel. Lewis Lee will not complete the mission that he wanted to complete. Yeah. And he will not kill anyone else. Can we agree with that? That's right. Uh, they, they, I mean, we can say that really with zero reservation. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, if they you. They call him a self-confessed white supremacist who was convicted in Arkansas of the 1996 killings of a gun dealer, his wife, and his eight-year-old daughter. Now, his, his last words were, you're killing an innocent man. He said uh, until he died that I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, but I'm not a murderer. I did not do it. We don't know. Uh, only God knows the answer That's to that. Right. I certainly don't. Uh, but um, if he is the person who was guilty of this, <clears throat> and the evidence seemed to say that he was, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know whether to believe him or not. That's the problem with evil people. They can't. They're not always reliable. Yeah. Uh, if <laughs> if if, uh, if he had this point of view. Uh, but this is one white supremacist uh, that uh, w- that no one has to fear anymore. Yeah, because he, he has been put to death uh, through the uh, legal system, which um, you know that, that that's not what the Bible would consider an innocent life, unless he was innocent, uh, which um, I certainly don't know that. Um, if you're wondering what's and we go- got several more in line too, yeah. and this is the first federal execution in what twenty years. Yeah, who was the last one? Was it? Uh, I think it's since 2003. Yeah. Uh, let's see if it says. No, no, I don't know. Been a while. Now on a much more, um, you know, sobering and not, uh, we leave that sobering topic to something much lighter. Uh, that is junior college football. And I know that uh, folks out there, they're saying, what is going to happen to junior last college? Last chance you. The last chance you. 
they have announced that they will move their football season to the spring, and they will delay their basketball season until January. So they've already made their move. This so we, basketball will be before football? Uh, yeah, football's in March, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah, yeah. So that would be weird. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. That will be strange. So, but, but but you have to give them props because you know what they did? They didn't sit around and keep discussing. They said, let's get a plan, (laughs) and and this is what we're going to do. And moved ahead with it. Right. So that's it. What what were you on that? I think they're kicking the can down the road. They're never going to play. I don't think they think they're going to play in March. Right. This is just their way of keeping people enrolled, keeping people there. They're junior college. They got, you know, nowhere to go right now. If you're a a second-wave believer, uh, and, of course, I think – I think the second wave will be trumpeted and saying it's coming doom, end of time, if Trump wins. If Trump loses, I think the hop around the second wave will diminish. Um, but um, if you are a second wave believer, to your point, Helms, you've really taken your football season and moved it from what possibly could be a less severe season and moved it into the return of it in a big way, which is winter. <laughs> Right. So, I, I don't know. Well, and I heard I, – I talked about this briefly on the kickoff hour this morning, but there, I heard some guys that played professionally that have been there, done that, year in and year out, say that what they're doing by moving this to the spring, any whether it's junior college or, or otherwise, you're, you're harming the kids, the men, bodies worse than if they had COVID because they don't have time in March to turn around and recoup for the next year or the NFL or whatever it may be that they're going into. And they said at their age group, what they need is the rest. They don't need to turn around. Now, if they say they're going to postpone the next 2021 to like October, November, then it's a different story. But going from March, April, May to jumping into – August, I got to get back at this again. Is going to be way more detrimental on their mm-hmm. body than if they had COVID. When you look at their age and their health, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they pointed that out. Yeah. So that's uh, and it, it, well, that's the thing that we seem to be losing on uh-huh. that. On, on one, are, is it better for young people just to push on through it since the death rate is less than one percent? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, so we'll we'll, we'll see. But get busy living or get busy dying. Yeah, and I think I think the biggest <laughs> thing, and we, and we talked about it in the kickoff kickoff hour of the teachers union, because you got youngsters that probably handle this better, and it's 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 proven that they they do. But then you have the teachers who are adults, and then they're concerned about their health, and <clears throat> and and you know some are getting a little bit old, older and nearing retirement, and so they might be in the category to where they really have to watch out. Sitting next to some teachers at a ball game yesterday, they were they were having to fill out uh, questionnaires on how they felt about it, and you know, would you be okay wearing a mask, and and are you concerned, and whatever. And so, I think they're getting close too to making an announcement on on how they think it yeah. should, should take place. Yep, yep. So um, we'll see. The difficult part is to make. It's hard to make any decisions on narratives that keep changing. Exactly. When you're not dealing with facts, I can make decisions if I know the facts. Yeah. <laughs> but if I if the facts keep acting a lot less like facts and they're moving around, I, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.
the gravy, please. We're back 21 oh, minutes me to past the hour. Rick and Bubba show, and keeping you updated with the stories that are going on uh, uh, you know, within the show, around the country, and around the world. And Bubba, we're having some issues in Chicago. There's a shocker. And it's not what you might think. Well, Rick, you know, we have the census going on, and uh, that's where, you know, the citizens have to be counted. It's important because of our representation in Congress. Right. And in Chicago, they're having a tr- they're having trouble with people actually getting their paperwork in on this. Now, who would have who would have thought you'd be afraid to participate in the census in Chicago? Yeah. But- so uh, Chicago has come up with a, I think, a rather unique way to encourage people to Greg, get ready for this. Get into the census and report. Have you seen this story, by the way? Greg, tell me. Have you already seen it? Yes. Okay. So here is the Chicago mayor with her new idea to motivate people to participate in the census. Right. Here it is. When I was a kid, I loved the Batman TV show. And Good background. when the city of Gotham had a real difficult challenge, one of the things that the mayor there did is he called out and he sent out the distress signal to Batman. So we are doing something similar for the census. Greg, getting a cowboy. Well, I'm happy to report. Oh, second hand. Second hand. I'm calling out the right. census cowboy. Please look at the side lane. So, if you see a census cowboy coming to your neighborhood, that's not a good thing. That means you got to step up and do your part and make sure that you fill out the census. He's going to be going to the 10 communities across Chicago that have the lowest census response rate. Oh, boy. And it's time to giddy up. Let's do this, Chicago. Let's make the census cowboy proud. Thank you very much, sir. That horse will be shot within a week. They better they better send some of them Pinkertons in there with you. He's going to be in trouble. First off, it, clearly the workers there in Chicago can't cut the grass. Well, I mean, yeah, uh, that, that's the spot they pick. They're, they're going to have what, to bail that. What, it uh, kills somebody to invest in a weed eater? <laughs> Goodness. But, uh, I'd, you know, with all the things uh, yeah. Chicago has problems with, uh, you know, returning the census, it's important that, it, that it's done, but I, I don't know if Bubba's the census, big census guy, you know if the census cowboy, yes. well, it's how you get, that's how he you get mad at him. He did get mad at Ham me one day. He never I'm filled one out. <laughs> <laughs> what if he comes around the corner? Yeah. I mean, guys, the census cowboy. Yeah, you you know, guys, I would have just, think about it. Here he comes. I'm not cowboy. participating in the census, and here's what these politicians <laughs> believe. First of all, somebody says, you know what? I was I was done with the census. I I, I didn't want to participate in it. Uh, you know, people were being shot in the streets here. I, I was afraid to even go to the mailbox with it. And I don't have and my wife. Rick, I was not what it is to be. every weekend. Right. So I I was not going to participate in the census. But then she came up with the census cowboy. Yeah, and I, Rick, well, it opened my. Eyes. When I saw that census hey. cowboy, right with his. Now, how about this? He also has his mask on because he got to show you that even That's on right. the yeah, even on the horse, have that. Of course, the mayor didn't have one on. No, no. But the census cowboy did. Why do I feel like the census cowboy is going to have his horse taken away from oh, him? Oh, mm-hmm. immediately. Jamesy <laughs> said that short. <laughs> that horse will be shot in a week. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know. He'll be, glue. He'll be the, screaming. His legs are fine. I know from the two of you and the stories from high school. So it's yeah. going to be a dare, and somebody's going to go. I dare you go take that horse. Oh, yeah. oh, go yeah. take that horse. I, I feel and if so you're not bad. riding down the road in that horse. 
Uh, Greg, huh? uh, Greg undoubtedly. I the, think the census cowboys going to come walking back in with a handful of papers. He had no luck. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not Rick. I don't see people rushing to fill out their census because they saw the cowboy. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, so do you? Oh, hey, Greg, 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 did you ever fill out the census? Nah, I didn't want to hassle with it. You know, but then I saw a cowboy. <laughs> I, yeah, I, then I went home and got me a pen <laughs> out. Yeah, that yeah, inspired it, me. Yeah. I got all fired. I went up. online, clipped a couple times. I was done. <laughs> Very strange. Yeah. I'm look. I'm all for your marketing efforts, but that just seems strange. And you love the good census. You do. I he do. Loves a good I census. filled mine out online a long time ago. Who, who come? Who too. came I up? Did too, by the way. How did the census cowboy? Well, Lisa did it. Because now I'm in the boardroom. I, I always have to go in the boardroom. How's that even get all? Yeah. On Somebody the table. says we got to do something to get people fired up about this census. <laughs> Lisa did. You know, of all things for for Chicago, I, the cowboy was not what I had in mind. I know. I I, I thought cowboys were a little bit shaky on the political correctness too. Right. Yeah. I know. Why not the Why not get the Chicago Bear? You know, or something, uh, you know, the well, Cubs. What about you, Mini Ditka? Yeah, Mini Ditka Ooh. out there. Get Mike Ditka yeah. to be your spokesperson. Send, what if Mike Ditka had rode up in, like, his truck? Ooh, that'd <laughs> yeah. be good. So we called out Ditka. <laughs> yeah, you need, to, you need to fill out the census. <laughs> Chewing his gum. <laughs> I don't maybe come to your neighborhood. Look, you got you got Bo Jackson lives there. I mean, he's yeah. he lives in Chicago. So. I'm like you guys. Why did they pick that spot? Why did, that, that looks well, it looks like a place they, they couldn't get the grass. Cut. I know. You know what somebody like great, I'm, great, I'm going to the boardroom. It's a little snake. Greg, I'm going to the boardroom and here I am as a mayor and I'm listening to different opinions and also I get down. All right, Ron, what what are you thinking? I'm thinking we set you up and let's find a real crappy place where there's weeds everywhere. Yeah. And I want to set you in front of the kind of a crappy looking area with all kinds of weeds as if we don't have enough for a weed eater. And I want you to stand in front of it. And okay, all right. So what what next should I do? Maybe talk about how some of the government programs that we desperately need, we're not going to get them if we don't fill out the census. Ah, we tried that. That's not really working. It doesn't seem to be helping at all. <laughs> uh, how important it is for us to know these things so the government can respond appropriately. Eh, that's been tried. I'm thinking maybe a maybe a census cowboy. <laughs> Rick, think about Ron. Ron, 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 continue. <laughs> think, about, think about what you may be on to something. Think about what finished second, third, fourth, and fifth on right. the list. Uh, so let's go. Let's. Uh, what about celebrities? We have a lot of celebrities lot of here. Of, we could. We could. Might get Michael Jordan to come back yeah, and do sure. something. Bo- right. yeah. No, Obama. Do that. Jesse, Obama. What about the? Uh, yeah, Obama. What about the? Uh, what about the census cheerleader? No, 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 no I'm gonna do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. What Jesse about the, uh, hashtag me too. We can't do that. Yeah. You know what about the uh, census? The, I mean, there's so many things. The <laughs> cowboy, yeah. especially in Chicago. Giddy up, to find a cowboy in Chicago. Giddy up, Bubba. Does she think Batman rode a horse? Yeah, or Batman. <laughs> Where would even Batman, Batman come into this? Yeah. Am I taking crazy pills? <laughs> what about a Batman? Census superhero? I didn't get that you know? either. I didn't what about Count Man? Right. You know. There you go. <laughs> also, <laughs> let's make the census cowboy proud. Giddy up! Let's fill out the census. None of that makes sense either, lady. <laughs> How are you the mayor of Chicago? <laughs> Nothing in what we just saw made any sense. Can't no, imagine nothing. why no one's filling it out. Okay, guess, yeah. who, guess who the census cowboy is? Jesse Smollett. Because <laughs> he, he has nobody's, plenty of time on his Nobody's hands. filling it out, and apparently nobody's weed eating. You, I, I can promise you, not one more person filled it out because of that. Hey, not listen, one. You think I'm going to ride a horse into some of these Chicago neighborhoods right now? <laughs> no. no way. You need to get on your horse and ride the other You know way. what you're going to hear? You're going to hear a statement followed by, and the horse you rode in on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's going to be so many jokes. i tell you what, pal. i tell you what. Let me tell you about you, cowboy. <laughs> and your horse you rode in on. And the horse you rode in on. How about that? <laughs> hey, we're trying to survive. We're not worried about the census. <laughs> Our census cowboy.
Dawn here in his bulletproof vest. <laughs> we'll roll through neighborhoods where we're not getting the census filled out. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Your phone calls are coming up. You got the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse through the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I got the horses in the back. Horse stock is attached. It's 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. We'll get to your phone calls here momentarily uh, as we talk about the census cowboy that is the latest idea to get people to fill out their census in Chicago. Uh, And um, so maybe the cowboy can also convince the city workers to get a weed eater out uh, in the location where we work. Hit that swamp, Alec. (laughs) And if y'all worried about carbon emissions, somebody get a sling blade, something. Uh, But anyway, um, joinhoney.com slash Bubba. You know what? Uh, Helmsley, and I want you to hear this loud and clear. Got if it. you're not using this URL, if you haven't added this to you as a browser extension, you don't. You, right, the picture of this being money. Yeah, you're throwing it, it. Throwing it in the garbage. Might as well burn it. Joinhoney.com/slash/bubba. It automatically finds. It's free too. It's a free online shopping tool that automatically finds the best promo codes and applies them to your cart. And they're now part of the PayPal family. You simply download it to your computer or smart device. Then you shop on all your favorite websites, just like you normally do. And when you go to checkout, you just click that little apply coupons. You see it right there. It's a button. It'll pop up. Wait a few seconds. It'll scan the databases of all the working coupons on the web, and then you just watch that price drop. Uh, Speedy watches his price drop, and it brings tears to his eyes. It does. <laughs> Look, it, it works on nearly every online store, Walmart, DoorDash, Home Depot, Lululemon, Macy's, and more. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba, over $2 billion they found in savings. Uh, and that's why it has 100,000 and some change five star reviews on Google Chrome Store. Uh, it's free money. Joinhoney.com. Look, the savings is out there. This is just helping you find it with no hassle. Joinhoney.com slash Bubba. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. And again, this is a free browser extension. All right. So phone calls are standing by at 866 We Be Big. We have an anonymous caller who is a marketing agent that would like to help us understand the choice of the census cowboy. So, uh, anonymous marketing person, what, what, t- tell us how this can work. Well, first of all, let me say I work for a government agency, which so I'm not surprised when I saw the story yeah, about the census cowboy. I don't know how some I, of I you, have... some of you who have the superpower of common sense <laughs> and logic, how can you continue to work for the government? I don't even know how you do it. I kind of view myself as uh, Ron Swanson, where I've been placed it. there to make sure to <laughs> be government mm-hmm. responsible. That, that's you. how I sleep at night. We need Thank more you. Ron but, Swansons uh, in government jobs. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I have been in so many meetings for campaigns and uh, uh, awareness initiatives and different programs that they're trying to promote. And the best idea that they always come up with is, you know what we need? We need a mascot. We always need a mascot. Oh and they, they don't want a commercial. They don't want to actually sit and think uh, of, of something clever. If it rhymes, they love it. 
And if we can put a foam costume on it, it's got to be the best idea I've ever this? heard. I know. It's so you, you, you sit in these meetings, and they love a slogan <laughs> that rhymes, and they love mascots. I have, I have genuinely, like, made supervisors mad before because I embarrassed them because I was physically banging my head on the table at the stupidity I was hearing. <laughs> Ron Swanson, keep fighting the good yeah. fight, my friend. Hold your position, sir. Uh, there he goes. Um, so he says this is <laughs> this doesn't surprise him in the least. So what happened, Greg? And you, you when you work for a big corporation, uh, yeah. you saw this. Is there's people out there that think, look, I know how to get the money <laughs> out, of, out of the government on this one. Give me some kind of mascot idea. Oh, they, yeah, they, they love, love mascot. They love this mascot stuff. And if you could give me something that rhymes, well, yeah, you, you need, need a, sound I need a bite. good slogan. <laughs> yeah, you need a soundbite. Right. And you, you know what you do? You go all the way to the bank. That's it. Yeah. It's like these people come in and they want to teach you how to how to do things like your mom taught you. Yeah. yeah. How to handle customers and <laughs> guys, you mean a life yeah. Guys, first thing I'd like to cover. Yeah, I really could sum up my whole presentation today by one thing. Treat people the way you want to be treated. Oh, my gosh. What? I never thought of that. Well, we take no. that and stretch it to a whole week's worth of training. Greg, no yeah. one's ever told me that. What? Wait a minute. Oh, goodness. It's, it's, but how do you learn it without role play? Oh, of course. Yeah. You have to have And you got to go lead each other to the woods and, with blindfold oh, yeah. and fall and me, into and somebody's arms. Let me show you how. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, Greg, why don't you stand up and you fall back. No and Bubba, You just have to trust that Bubba's going to catch you. Yeah, yeah. Because if you can't trust people, you can't. You don't want to be partnered with somebody you can't trust. Uh, really? Gosh. Do you have any more things like hey, this? No. Who taught you this stuff? You Rick. may not. You may not rather be work with people that I that are trustworthy. I never thought of that. Uh, I really like w- working with crooked people that might <laughs> stab you in the back. Uh, that's always been my line. I, I, I thought would, that's what I was looking for. I would have loved to have heard. I could listen to that guy for about an hour. I bet he had some stories. <laughs> Bubba, has anybody ever thought about this before? Think of think of what what is your goal? Somebody write that down. Write your goals down. And then what you need to know, see, I can't get anywhere that I don't know where I'm going. Oh, man. Well, you must you must be from another planet. Where, well, the, are, you, where are you coming up with these statements? Well, the best ones I sat through, they were talking about making deposits into your personal bank account. No, oh Deposits as opposed to withdrawals. <laughs> <laughs> emotional bank account, excuse me, not personal. Your, your emotional bank account. Your emotional? Rick, I don't want to make a withdrawal from yours. I mean, that's that's negative. I mean, to make a deposit right. into your emotional bank account. Wow. I think the last one I sat through was sensitivity training that we didn't oh. do, but we got caught up in was the most outrageous uh, thing I've been through heard. diversity training. But, but I, I think we figured out how trainer. not to go to that one again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what's appropriate. Here's what's not. Yep, that sounds an uh, awful lot like what my mom said before I went on the playground. Yep. And you know how I am about stats that don't matter. They say, you know, in the first 10 seconds you meet someone, they, there's these 20 different things that they think. They give you these stats. I'm thinking, how did you come up with that? I tell you what I would say to that. It's impossible for me to think 20 things in 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, that's just crazy crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever thought about that, you know, maybe you've never heard this before. What attracts more bees? <laughs> honey, Rick, honey. Honey, which is sweet and kindness. Uh-huh. That's right. Mm-hmm. If you be kind to people. Or vinegar. Are you telling me I might want to be kind to people? Never thought of that before. Never thought. You mean I'm screaming at them and cussing mm-hmm. don't do it? I was taught to pe- treat people like crap. <laughs> <laughs> Kick a man when he's down. <laughs> That's, right. That's what I always thought. Greg, you know what else? Something else. A lot of you think of this. We're a team here, right? So we all got to work together. They're looking for a win-win, right? That's right. Rick, no iron team. That's right. But as I always say, there is an iron win. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody got to make a play. Uh, you can drop all yeah. the strategy on the board you want to, but some individual got to make a play. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, make a play. Somebody make somebody a play. Somebody step up and make a play. 
Uh, let's go to the phones. Don, I had them all morning. In, in I don't know what's going on. Don, go ahead. Waving. Don, go ahead. <laughs> that was earlier. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, these people with all these uh, football and basketball franchises are missing the point. They're supposed to be entertaining people who's trying to get away from politics and relax. And now they're putting the politics and the things that you're trying to get away from. Huh. Never thought of that before. That's a, a but no, I, no, he's right. It, it, it's true. He is it's right. true. Yeah. It, it's it's our escape. It's some of these people's jobs, Hang and they they want to make a statement in it. But it's our escape. I mean, it's you, you've got the workforce versus the customer, and you've got the owners and management in the middle. It's going well, it's, and I can it's, and it's I can, stressing the system. And, and I believe that you can have both. I really I do. do. I do too. Well, it was not too. only our use escape. your platform, but use it in the appropriate way. It yeah. was not only our escape, but it was our unifier. It was the one yes. thing that we could all come together. Mm-hmm. We could all go to a Braves game and do the tomahawk chop, and it didn't. Nobody in the building cared right. whether we were Democrat or Republican. Well, we I, didn't give a rip. But here's the thing: we got to figure out. And Bubba, we've made this point a thousand times, and I, this is why sports continues to get away with it: is we really never make <clears> them pay a price. Yeah. I think you're about to see that change. Yeah, and I'm thinking because you know the people go are addicted to it. And here's why, Rick, because you know what I've done the last three months? I've learned to survive without it. That's true. It's not a part of my life right now. And I've looked up and gone, it really ain't a big deal at all. And thousands, millions of people are doing the same thing. Find other things to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually feel better too when They're I probably more the, when I leave the TV off. I think most of the time. Just yeah. stare at mm-hmm. it. Oh, yeah. No, I don't dare turn off the radio. But I, you know, I get rid Never. of the TV. No. Mm. Now, be honest. I hope we have college football so some of you get off the lake and quit messing up my fishing I'll, and, and get into a game. I do. You got to get a turn. But I don't think that's happening. Are you willing to demand that something that you love and you coddle and you just you just want it to be okay? And and unfortunately, you now have then been moved into the you're a hostage now. Yeah. And what you're saying is, if I just continue, will y'all just please leave me alone and kick the ball off or throw it or yeah. shoot it or you know whatever you want or drop the puck or whatever it may be. And and I think we've got you got to get to the point where you just say we are willing to put all of you out of business if you don't. We think you've crossed the line of what we will tolerate. Right. Yeah. When it comes to propaganda, political movements, agendas, this is not why we go to sports. Everybody wants to hear what you have to say at the end of a game. <clears throat> Everybody wants to hear what you have to say in your press conferences prior to a game. You have all that time to use your platform to advance whatever agenda you feel called to. It's, you know, it's, your your personal deal. Right. Yeah. But but when we get all get to the arena, the stadium, the field, uh, the whatever. Yeah. Then at the that stage. at that point, we're you know it, it's like I heard somebody say one time that they were and it wasn't the one I was at it was uh, that James Taylor got real political at one of his this has happened in the last few years where he went somewhere to play and the crowd finally got to the point at first there was nothing because they thought okay it's just a comment <laughs> he'll get to the he'll get you know like the guy was sitting behind me he kept screaming pouring rain yeah. you know the song's fire and rain yeah but he was close yeah <laughs> it's close, so close and finally <laughs> the, Carolina the, finally at the, at the concert and this is the thing that i think james taylor overplayed at one point they feel like they felt like he was overplaying his hand and they begin to boo and people were saying i'll never come back to another concert yeah. because i didn't come here for you to lecture me about your agendas I, if you want to have, make a passing statement, how about this? Most of the lyrics of your songs 
reveal right. the, how yeah. you feel about the world. Yeah. And we're willing to even sing along with some of them that we may disagree with yeah. if it's got a good hook. Yeah. But it's got but, a good beat. So there, there is it, it is the law of diminishing return. And what happens is there is a line with everyone. Now, I don't pretend to know what it is. Helmsy's predicting we may be there. I'm there. Yeah. That line, personally, I, you yeah, know your personally, line. Personally, yeah. I know my line. How many people feel the same way you yeah. do? Now, that we don't know. But for you, you you wrote, you wrote went a long way down the road. I did. I sure did. And now for you, you're done. I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. So I don't know. We'll be back. We'll take your phone calls next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yo, what's up? This Coolio with the flow. You listening to the homeboy Rick and Bubba, the two sexiest fat men alive. Give me some of the potato chips. It is eight minutes to the top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. All right, well, this, uh, I... These are the days of America. Ah. I can't even speak. Believe it or not, in your Your America update today, we will report to you that Burger King takes responsibility for playing a role in the methane gas involving cows... And they claim they're going to do their part to get cows to break wind less. That's right. And they put together a little song <laughs> that is going to point out how they will accomplish less cow farts. So here is the song y'all from right. Burger King on their social media today. Right? It is. Y'all. So, Bubba. When cows fart and burp and splatter, well, it ain't no laughing matter. They're releasing <laughs> methane every time they do. And that methane from the rear goes up to the atmosphere and pollutes our planet, warming me and you. I will never eat at Burger King again. Yes, and methane that the pass is a greenhouse gas. That'll trap the sun's heat and change our climate too. Gee, is it hot in here or is it just me? So to change their missions, Burger King went on a mission testing diets that would help reduce their farts. That's a start. And my now are in question that it's helping cow suggestion. Adding lemongrass so they can play their part. This is really happening. When did the Chicago this, mayor join this meeting? Is this what LSD does to you? <laughs> when this show started 26 years ago, this would be a parody that we did. This is a real commercial. Rick, it's a real commercial. They said fart three times. I know. <laughs> is that the kid that sang at Walmart? Yeah. Is it My really? My ain't farting. Must be me. <laughs> what are we going to do about that? They're inside the cow's rear end. <laughs> wow. Well, they got lemongrass coming out their head. So Burger King has admitted that they now believe that cows breaking wind can cause the climate 
to change. Rick, 3.9% of U.S. global greenhouse gas emissions. How much? 3.9. That's just in America, but globally it's 14.5. And they say... No way. There's not that many cows. What if it's your job to chart cows farting? How bigger when they eat, Greg? So lemongrass is opposed to so many questions. There's so many things wrong with this. I don't even know where to start. Well, this How about is, this, if they're the, producing that much, we need to be popping them into a tank because that'll burn. Methane is natural gas. Yeah, Greg. You saw it on Thunderdome. That's Greg. how they powered it. Greg, that hogs. Greg, Greg, that's Greg. real. You're going to also let them get away that they have come to the conclusion that lemongrass, and they even give us a percentage that it's going to reduce cows farting. <laughs> By thirty percent, but listen, who comes listen you want to get Rick, really weird. If we're going to reduce, if first off, fourteen percent is way too high. But let's just use their numbers. We're going to cut fourteen percent by thirty percent. Mm. Y'all, we're we're bending over, picking up pennies, and letting dimes roll Absolutely. by. Absolutely, okay. Mm-hmm. That, there's something the wrong with the math this, here. The hamburgers going to go up. And how many Burger Kings are there around the world? I mean, well, there's quite a few, I'm sure, but that that has but, nothing. But the to United do. States, what it with three point something percent? They claim the yeah. United States. Did y'all hear the opening lines of the song? <laughs> when did. cows fart, burp, and splatter. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. that's what led us right out of the gate. We got we got the, is this little Walmart kid? Yeah, I think it's the little is it yodel. the same is that guy? The yodel kid? The little is it yodel the same kid? kid though? No, I don't think it's the same no. kid. I don't know. He's grown up. I do. I just know. If you don't know, don't pin that on him. He's older now. He's a little older. Yes, don't pin that on him. Same kid. I'm telling you, it's a Walmart kid. It, it, how much <laughs> you want to bet? I bet you ten dollars. <laughs> really? Yep. Okay. Yep. Done. How do you know? Hamza, you got ten. Yes. Spe- Spe- why are you Spe- so confident about this Walmart? Because I, I just you I don't, don't know. know. I just know. I, I know how the guy looks. The Walmart guy. That's not him. I'm telling you, it's a Walmart kid. No, it's, it's not. Kid. It's the yodel kid from Walmart. Okay. Now, I, now he's I can't believe it. The Burgess boys are wrong. How about this? It's rare. But I mean, how about check the Google? I think you'll find it. I'm sure. I'm looking right now. I can't find. I can't find a correlation. Huh? What? What'd you say? Speedy is wrong. Speedy is wrong. Told okay. you, buddy. That's not it. the yodel guy. I mean, don't, that's don't not the Walmart against, guy. Don't go, go against the Burgess Brothers. That's not the Walmart guy. Bubba? I don't know. I'm, so, Rick, here's my point. point. He shouldn't have waited. So, I'm know. supposed to think I'm still, I'm still well, freaked out by the fact he was walking through a pink tube singing a, that song. It says that yodeling kid. It doesn't say that's the Walmart him, yodeling then. kid. That's him, Speedy. Right, that's it. I'm now Googling you're it. Clinging. It's from YouTube. Walmart. And you are, Greg, 10 bucks. You owe me $10. Helmsy's got it. Walmart yodeling kid. It says Burger King enlists Michael Gone Am I losing? The yodeling kid. Why would you be okay. so confident Gosh, about something you know? Hey, you can eat it, and you can eat it. <laughs> really? Let me tell you what. There's a double. <laughs> Look, about, there's Burger King, and there's Burgess Boys. That's okay, it. hold on. This is the kid? Yes. I like how you're so confident, like he remembered what the kid I was. Notice I, I backed off. You know what it is? Greg, our, our prediction was not far well, now, no. How many well, yodeling kids you think there are? Exactly. I can't believe this is the same kid. But Rick, he, he looks just like he, he looks just like him. He I, won't I, be the Walmart yodeling kid, kid anymore. He's going to be the cow farting kid. You're right. Do I just owe you ten? Huh? Yeah. So you no, know you owe me ten. No, nah, you weren't in it. <laughs> you, you, hey, it was you, just him. Well, I know I ain't going to see it anyway. I, well, I'll give it to you. I'm uh, good Rick, for it. The point is, he was immediately. No, nah, that ain't him. Like, I didn't like think he, he remembered. I guess no, I my pictured, favorite. And I don't. I think I thought he was older. No, I thought he was old. Listen, what? Right, I think you. Uh, you might I'm be doing, right. I'm doing I think Speedy's right. How? So evidently, there's another yodeling yes. kid. One's named yeah. Michael Rondry, and the other one's Mason Ramsey. Yes. Mason is who you were no. just showing. Mason from is the Walmart kid. Evidently, Speedy. Walmart kid and yodeling hey, kid are two different people. How are they different people? It's the same kid. I'm at the YouTube. I'm at the YouTube. Hey, the same kid. Hey, the same kid. Hey, up, Burgess boy.
Gray's lunch. I bought you so many lunches, I'll never pay you back. Hey, Greg, you were wrong. Take that. Yeah, I saw him singing in Walmart. Same kid. Bubba, Rick and Bubba.